Welcome to the Romanticy Readers Podcast. I'm Allie. And I'm Nicole. And this is your weekly dose of morally gray men, epic love stories, spicy smut, and strong female characters. We talk about all your favorite romanticy books and book boyfriends. All the book boyfriends. <laughs> Giving you our genuine thoughts and reactions theories, and overall vibes while reading the books everyone on Booktop and Bookstagram are talking about. We'll keep you updated on your favorite romanticy authors, all the books you have to add to your TBR pile, and even play a few silly games here and there. But fair warning, if you listen to this podcast, you will have more books to read than you have time for. Oh yeah, you're going to have so many books in your to be read pile. It's a given. Thanks for listening and enjoy. Welcome back to Romanticy Readers Podcast. Uh, I'm Allie and I'm here with the lovely Nicole. We're super excited today. We're trying something new. We're gonna we're doing a bit of a wrap-up of Iron Flame. Uh, but don't worry if there's like breaking news or we come up with more theories or we generally if we just have any more thoughts we want to share about Iron Flame, we will add them to we'll it'll just keep so coming back into our podcast for sure. For sure. I don't, I don't expect it to go away, but, but this is sort of what kind of our general wrap up. We've got some fun games, some really fun questions to, to play, and I hope that you guys enjoy today. So I think we're just going to dive in. Yes. So the first thing that we're going to do is we're going to talk about our top five favorite scenes from Iron Flame. Let me tell you, this was so hard for me to do. I started by just making a list of all the scenes that I liked yes. and it was about 15 long <laughs> and so then I had to narrow it down and I'm still not sure I have the right list so I will say I do reserve the right to change my mind at any point oh okay uh, right good to know. know I thought you were gonna be yeah, like no I, I said five I'm changing it to ten like <laughs> yeah no 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 I'm not doing that I am sticking to five this week unlike when we fan casted but I do I could change my mind that's mm, all I'm saying okay is, well in the future if I say that another scene is my favorite and it does not correlate to what I say in this episode is my favorite See, that's okay <laughs> I was the opposite I felt like I had this down in five minutes I was just like I knew oh what my, my favorite was I was like bang 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 I knew what I loved and I was like these are my favorite scenes I didn't overthink it I just went with my gut and what I loved and yeah okay. so it'll be interesting to see so are we yeah. going to go once one at a time like I'll say one and yeah, then yeah. You'll say one yeah exactly that works exactly. really well yeah. so why don't we start with you what was your number five scene my number five scene which kind of I guess there's a couple of scenes in this one but these were pretty pivotal and they were huge for Iron Flame we could not wait for this and that is the Brennan reunions the Brennan reunion with Violet the Brennan reunion with Mira even the Brennan reunion with his mum Lilith I was just Oh, it was just everything I'd been waiting for. Like just the end of Fourth Wing and that realization that Brennan is alive. And then just, I even love how Rebecca did it, how she was like those first couple of pages, which mind you, when I read these the first time, I was a giggling wreck when I was reading these first 10 pages. <laughs> I was just there giggling yes. like a schoolgirl. Yeah. I couldn't even concentrate. But Violet's just like, Brennan's alive. And then this happened and Brennan is alive. And then this happened and Brennan is alive. And like it yeah. was so realistic and I just loved it. I was there for it. And then when Mira saw him for the first time. So good. And he just <laughs> was shocked. And I love that she punched him. Like, because he so deserved that. Deserved yes. 
to like you know keeping that a secret from his family for all these years and letting <laughs> them go through it he deserved to be punched by Mira 100% yeah and that is so Mira too it like all of their reactions were just all so them you know like Violet was just all up in her all up in her feelings and her her thoughts about it yeah. Mira was like yeah. goes straight to like punching and <laughs> I think you? uh General Sorenkale was just like my child, you know, because that's my child, all about my the baby. Family. My babies are alive. <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, so that's uh, yeah, so good. That's that is a really good. One. That was not even on my top ten, but it should be. It's so good. Okay, a lot of people. I think a lot of people are going to come at me with this one. I think they're going to be like, "This should be higher ranked." Okay. Um, okay, but it's hard for me to rank it any higher. So my number five is the throne room. Oh! <laughs> I, five? I know, five? I know. It was so hard. I could honestly, I could see myself moving it up. Mm-hmm. I don't think I could move it any higher than like three, but I do think it's gonna stay at five for me today, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it's so good, you know. Yeah. Like, and the reason it's not just because it's a great spicy scene, mm-hmm. but you know, there's interesting things happening where Either Zayden is slipping into Violet's mind or Violet is slipping into Zayden's mind. Something's happening there. And then the quote, my house, my chair, my woman, just, just so good. So good. So good. So good. (laughs) That is my number five. Is that on your list at a different number? Uh, (laughs) Might be. Might be. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) Wait a minute away until we get there. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Um, what's your number four? My number four is the Lilith Sorengale scene at the end. So Lilith mm-hmm. finally being a mum to Violet, yeah. coming in and rescuing Violet, and in return, dying herself and killing her dragon. Yeah. Like this scene is just epic. Like there were so many huge scenes in Iron Flame, and I just had to go with which scenes were the most powerful, the most impactful. Yeah. Now, as I think I said in our last video, I was crying by this point. I am a mom of three. I can relate to Lilith, the fact that she had this need to protect her children. And I really started to soften to her throughout this whole book which kind of told me that something bad was going to happen to her. Like from early on, I thought, oh my God, is Lilith going to die? Because it's like, she's trying to make us like her yeah, in preparation yeah. for that sucker punch of taking her. So, sucker punch. <laughs> oh my gosh. So when, you know, Violet is there, she's pouring her power into, I can't remember what it's called now, but she's pouring her power out. She's dying and Lilith kicks her out of the way. And she's like, I'm going to protect you. I'm your mom. This is my job to do this. And she mm-hmm. gives up her life for her daughter and it was it was beautiful it was beautiful it was emotional I was I was crying and I as I said I actually really felt a lot more connection to Lilith's character by the end of this book yeah no I that was on my like expanded list so Mm -hmm. it definitely is a huge huge moment and you know even just like Violet's reaction, Brennan's react, you know, everyone is just like, no, no, but you know, but it is the right choice, right? Like it is what has to happen. So exactly. Um, Someone was going to be given up. Like at the end of the day, her mom knows that Violet has so much more she still needs to give. Not only is she young, but with her power, with her potential, she needed to go. Her life is more important than mine. And she knew just like moms do that she had to put herself there first and not Violet. Mm hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I do think it'll be interesting in book three to see Violet 
process that, right? Because she has a very complicated relationship with her mom. And so I think that's going to be um, a challenge for her and interesting. So I'm excited for that. Well, she's got um, such a complex relationship with her mom, that mm-hmm. love-hate kind of thing you have with a parent that's a little bit toxic but yeah at the same time there's still love there you can't help it you still love them they're your parent and it's going to be really interesting to see where that goes the beginning of the next book is going to be really challenging really challenging for Violet yeah and really what if, challenging okay. for what us, if, us as readers <laughs> tangent what if Rebecca Yarrow's just like pulled um an SJM in Throne of Glass and just like Book three was about totally different characters. Oh, oh, oh how like dead would you be? <laughs> I would, I would not, I could not handle it. I don't think that's going to happen, but I could not handle it. I, I would not handle it. I, I get upset enough about where they have different characters and you go to another chapter and you go to a whole oh, another story and you're like, no, no, I'm not switching now. It's like, I need the yeah. next chapter. Like, Yes, I know. I know. That is what's happening to me in the book I'm currently reading that you're also currently reading. Uh, it keeps switching yes. to this one character yes. that I'm like, like, I don't know about don't Queen Melinda. I'm sorry. I don't yeah. care. I don't I care about, about Melinda. Orange. Exactly. I want to know about Slade. <laughs> I do not care about other characters. I'm sure they'll matter down no. the track. But right now, I want to know what's going to happen. <laughs> yes. Okay. My number four. And there's like a trend. And this is sort of like, for me, it's like, I, of course, the spicy scenes are are great like that's why I like yeah. romantic yeah. but I also do really like those hard-hitting emotional things I like when I see the characters really coming into who they are yeah. so my number four is the very beginning of the battle with the venom at the end when Violet you know is kind of out and is sort of like being this first line of defense mm-hmm. and is like sending out her power and drops yeah. quite a few wyvern and she even says you know like wow I am powerful. Maybe we could do this, right? Um, I just, I find that scene to be so powerful. Her really, it's kind of the first moment I think that she really starts to see like, whoa, I could, I could do a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I got a lot of power to realize here. Realize her own potential to for her. Starting to realize yeah. that she has just scratched the surface with her power, and there is so much more that she's going to be able to utilize. Yeah, and that's what makes it such a good scene for me. Yeah. Um, so that's my number four. Yeah, no, okay. I, I love that. That's a really good one. I think that I agree with you. I think for character development, that is a point where Violet is really starting to, I mean, she's been growing her power throughout the whole of Iron mm-hmm. Flame, like actually really starting to not just shoot random lightning strikes like she'd been doing at Bas- Basquith or Basquith, as I say, from okay. an Australian, <laughs> Australian slang, uh, but now actually really knowing how to control her power and put it where she wants to and actually now really having that control to just destroy so many wyvern and I'm so excited to see where she goes with it but yeah that was an awesome scene a very good number four love it yes okay what's your number three my number three is a dragon scene so this is Andana and this is the moment that we find out that she is the seventh dragon. <laughs> oh, so, you know, the lead up to it, like we'd had little 
snippets where you know being like mm-hmm. oh her scales kind of green her scales look kind of purple how she kept just kind of just blending in with the with the rocks and things like that like yeah. and she's like a- oh I'm the I'm the lead of my own den like yeah, you know there's all these tiny little yes. crumbs little easter eggs little easter eggs coming in to say that she's something different and I think we all as readers were thinking she's something else. Like, I don't think she's just a black dragon. Like in saying that it hadn't fully clicked for me though, either that she was this fully unique. I'd been guessing that she was a royal dragon, that she was from like Mm -hmm. royalty, but then to find out that she had been unhatched for 600 years, she was this unique seventh type of dragon that we don't even know about. And super rare we don't even know what her type of power is at this stage all we know is that she has these like translucent scales that she can Mm -hmm. change and she has known about this the whole time she has known about this she talked about being the leader of her own den and then boom we get it she's the seventh dragon and I was just like (gasps) and the way that it comes through where Violet is just sort of like yeah I know oh and I love when Violet is like, are you going to tell me or why wouldn't you tell me? And she was like, if you weren't able to figure it out on your own, then you were not worth being bonded to me. And I'm just like, boom, and Darna. She's a cheeky I'm little so, one. She's she's so like her, I love it. Being this little teenage dragon that you would think she is like so wise and she is so, so crafty. Like she is really making Violet work to get to the point mm-hmm. of realizing the potential of what Andana is. And she's just... Oh, I just see her being so actually so much more powerful than Tan. I feel like she's just mm-hmm. gonna obliterate him once we really see and harness what her real power is. I also secretly believe because they keep talking about that she'll never be able to have someone. She'll never yeah. be able to ride, like have a rider. No, I guarantee that at some point she like Violet is going to need to ride Andana, and I hate that what that might suggest that we might see another dragon not survive, not survive. But I do believe at some point she's going to need to ride Andana. A hundred percent. As soon as they were like, oh, she'll never ride it, have a rider. I was like, oh, yeah, right. <laughs> oh, she's going to ride. Yeah, right. She also happened to bond this tiny little human who doesn't mm-hmm. weigh very much. Okay. She will carry Violet. <laughs> exactly. She's feather light. It'll be easy. It'll be no worries. Yeah. No worries at all. Yeah. No, hundred percent. My theory is that Violet is going to ride Andana, 100%. 100%. Frankly, I don't know why that's not on my list. I'm, like, ashamed that that's not on my list because that's such a good moment. Um, <laughs> it's hard. It's so hard. There's okay. So All right. My so All right. What is your number three? My number three is when she bites the venom that pops out of the chest at the noble's house. Because it is so emotionally tense with the way that Brennan and Mira are both there. And she's just, it's really like, I think it's only like days after, like, they're all reunited and they all know that, like, you know, Mira knows about Brennan and they're all together. They've gone on this mission together and now her siblings are at risk. And, like, she has to prove that she can control her power that she can yes. do something to save them and she does it right mm-hmm. it takes her some time it's super tense it's really scary but at the end of the day when it is important and when it matters violet comes through and that is that is why i just i love that scene so much i know i know and, you know, and zayden wanting to interfere and him not interfering yeah right because she had just given him feedback right like just moments before she was like 
you can't protect me from everything. Like, stop mm-hmm. trying. Yes. And he listens and he learns and he grows. I love that. Yeah. I love the politics at play. I love learning about the chess. I just, I, I love that whole. I know. Scene. Well, as we know, yeah. we've had a whole massive talk on that chest and what yes. its importance may actually be. Yeah. This scene, I was always so thrown by the fact that she is doing this whole fight scene in a dress, like in a. I know, like a dress sexy dress that I want to own. Like that would be so challenging. And, of course, that was the intention. They wanted her mm-hmm. to be, like, struggling and not prepared for the intensity yeah. of this scene. Like she thinks she's just out there to show her lightning skills, but it was so much more than that. It was to, mm-hmm. you know, what send some kind of warning to Zayden. But I agree with you. It was such a pivotal scene for Violet, for Mira as well. Mira having to use her powers outside Navarre. She seemed like she didn't think she could do it. And then she was able to do it. And some people have suggested that that is the theory that, you know, that um, Violet can extend on other people's powers and actually grow their powers. I like to think, though, that this was actually just that Mira did have that ability within her. She just didn't believe it herself. And they there was a snippet in Iron Flame which spoke about Mira and that she was, that they sort of uh, said that one of her flaws was that her power was very tied to emotion and that she could only control it with, through emotional sort of outbursts, which obviously, and then this sort of scene came to pass, which I think sort of showed that she's maybe not as good at controlling her power as Violet is. And she doesn't, she currently maybe isn't even able to access her power to what its full potential really is too. Mm-hmm. Well, and Violet is also very uh, tied, her power is tied to emotion. So that's family trait, <laughs> you know, but yeah, it, it just, it was so great. It, there was just so much, so many stakes and I loved it. Um, okay. What's your number two? My number two is the throne scene. <laughs> <laughs> It has to be on the list. It has to be on the list. I mean, it has to be on the list. It's surprising it's not number one. I mean, come on. This scene was epic. It was just, it said so much. I mean, apart from the fact that it was just the most epic spice scene between like two of our favorite characters, but Mm -hmm. the whole, the fact that there's firstly that there is even a throne, right? Like my whole theory about Satan and that he seems to be from a family that is relatively royal. And so the fact that he is then showing Violet that he is almost willing to give that up to her. He's willing to go on his knees for her. Like this Mm -hmm. is just everything that you want in a scene. And it was everything that I wanted for Violet and Zayden. And I love this because it was just such a connection for the two of them to really be coming together and getting past all the drama that we dealt with with them Mm -hmm. through the first half of the book. And now coming to this point where they were really forging and aligning and just taking their relationship to this pivotal moment yeah you know and he's building her up right he's helping her overcome some of her insecurities um he's showing her that he's willing to like make her his queen potentially <laughs> you know like there's something yeah. there um so it's really good i actually okay i'm gonna ask you this i saw somebody today on instagram they like posted this question they're like which throne scene is better this the iron flame throne scene or the miss and fury throne scene with reese and Feyre, where they're under the mountain or not under the mountain but in the night the court of nightmares 
It's oh so hard to answer. <laughs> I have my answer because I've thought about it because I like thought about it all day and like then decided. Oh, Do you know what I your answer read, is? I haven't read Akatar in ages now. So I'm always like time. more connected to the book I've read more recently. I just can't help it. Oh, I feel like I don't know. I don't know. I'm kind of like, <laughs> I think this one, I think this one was more pivotal, but like it's Resand and Feyre. Like seriously. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. What did you pick? So I ended up after much agony, Liberation. ended up picking Mist and Fury, mostly because it, that scene, Reese and Farrah aren't together and they are, they're, they like secretly kind of both like each other. And so they're like, oh, we'll just pretend, but they're not pretending. And, mm-hmm. and like that kind of like tension in this, yeah. in the, in all of it, I really just like, really like that tension. Whereas of course this throne room scene is amazing as well but it doesn't have the same like for me it's all about like the romantic tension so that is what I I love the most so I do think that that one's better but they're like their mates like their mates and that is so intense and look that could be somewhat here in Iron Flame as well but we're not there yet to know the level of their relationship but Mm -hmm. yeah with Feyre and Resand it's just it's another level it is another level um, it's another level, but uh, yeah. but this scene is still amazing. This, I mean, so good. I'm just happy for a throne scene. Like this is just, yeah, yes. And then <laughs> the way that Rebecca wrote it, like it just the lines, it was everything. Mm-hmm. It just mm-hmm. hit the mark so well. I love this scene. It is the best. Yes. And yes. I'm now quietly destroyed that everything has been destroyed post that scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, my number two is. Liam, every everything with Liam, basically, just all of Liam, uh, mm-hmm. is just so emotional. Him being there, talking her through her torture, uh, supporting her, you know, saying like it was an honor to like be your oh. friend, and and I'm um, just saying yeah. it's worth it, and I'm here for you, and you're strong, and you can do this, and it's just oh, so emotional. Yes. So that's my number two. It almost was number one. I, it like is really hard for me to choose between my number one and my number two. But it's just so good. And it's like this, when I think about all the things yeah. that I have of above this, it's like, yes, that throne room scene is amazing. But for me, it's it's so hard to rip to rank the throne room above like all these like super emotional, hard cutting yes. scenes. Well, that Liam scene as Firstly, you've got the fact that Violet is being tortured at the time Mm -hmm. and she is on the verge of being completely broken and he is holding her up. And this is her first chance. This is that chance to talk to the person that died unexpectedly and say all the things that you wanted to say to them that you couldn't. Mm -hmm. And she gets the chance to say all that and then to Mm -hmm. have him respond. And that is just so powerful. It was so intense. It was so powerful. Like, let's be honest, we were just not ready for Liam to go yet we were not ready for him to die we wanted future Liam and it all just came to this grinding halt and to just have that chance to process all that and then to hear him sort of say that there's nothing to forgive that you know know. and everything was just like no Liam like you're amazing (laughs) you're so good he's so good he's so good and Liam Hemsworth has to play Liam just has to quietly just has to (laughs) absolutely um awesome so good yeah number one what's your number one 
I mean, I think it's obvious. I, I wonder if your number one is the same as number one. Like, this is not a this is not a scene that I like. I hate this scene with every morsel of my being. I hate it, but it is the most powerful scene in the book, and that is when Zayden becomes a venom. Mm-hmm. I was just in shock. I did not see this coming whatsoever. We had just been sucker punched with Lilith dying and then this happened and I was just like, what? What? No. No, 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 no. Yeah. That happened. Yeah. Like I was literally in denial for like a few pages. I was just like, no, 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 no. What are you talking about? He can't be Venon. That's just not possible. Why would he become Venon? He was just meant to fight them. He's got all that power. He shouldn't need to draw from the ground. So it just, it was overwhelming. It was overwhelming. It was soul destroying. I couldn't think straight after that for days, just trying to process (laughs) that and just not wanting it to be true, not wanting that to be the reality. Because I do not know where we go from here. I don't know how we fix this apart from Violet having an amazing second signet that, that solves all our problems. This just gets bad. It just gets bad and then it will potentially get worse. So mm-hmm. that is my number one scene. I hate it, but it is it's, the most powerful scene in the book. So I will say it is not even on my list. That is not my number one. So it is not on my list because mm-hmm. I hate it. <laughs> I hate I it. That's not my favorite. But I also hate it. And I don't, I, I just don't agree with the cliffhanger and I need to know the information. Maybe if you asked me this, if we did this like rankings, in the future when we like have like book three and four Mm -hmm. maybe then I could appreciate it more but right now I have to stand my ground and say I hate it delete it don't want to bring it back fix it and bring it back because right now all I know is that Zayden is venom and I do not like that so it's not on my list my number one might surprise a lot of people uh, so I'm I'm gonna justify it. Uh, I I really really struggled here. Like I said, I have there's so many scenes that are just so good. Mm-hmm. My number one is the entire library heist, and the reason oh. it's my number one okay. is because it is the only scene in the book other than the battle where all the main characters yeah. are like teaming up again, right? Yes. And it feels so much like the scene in Fourth Wing when they go and steal the uh the map yeah. of the troops and but now we also have the addition of Zayden and we have the addition of Jacinia and we have the addition of Alaric and there are such high stakes but it's also they're getting critical information it's moving the book forward it's like a, a really important plot point because it kicks off the torture scene it kicks off them leaving Basgaeth and going to Arisha it you know it kicks off them figuring out the ward stones and it sort of comes at a moment when the book frankly is a little boring Mm -hmm. uh you know Mm -hmm. it's been like violet and zayden not being able to see each other not being able to be together and then you have this like super intense library heist scene they're getting important information they team up Mm -hmm. i love alaric's like sassiness with zayden where he's like well you can't get to her now like so you know it it, this was a really tough call for me of like where to put this but i ultimately felt like what i loved about fourth wing was that that cast of characters yes. that's what really really drew yes. me to fourth wing and we we really miss that a lot in iron flame yeah, and so 100% love having it 100% i think that 
first half of Iron Flame was so tough. One, because Zayden and Violet were separated the whole time and were experiencing this long distance relationship. And then also that she was keeping all these secrets from her friends. And then she was also kind of distant from them. They weren't working as a team. She was trying to do it all on her own. And that was really hard reading. It was hard reading because you just, and yes, it needed to be done in order to then all come back Mm -hmm. together and make that valuable. But it was really hard to go through that until it was resolved. So it was so nice to finally have where Violet finally confided in her friends and brought them in and realized yes. she could trust these people. These were her she people. Trust them. Yeah. And they're yeah. She's bringing in, she tells Ree, Redox, Sawyer, she brings in Alaric. Zayden trusts them, which is huge for him, right? Yes. It's Absolutely. also finally, it's the moment where the rebellion kids, the, the marked ones, and Violet's like friends are kind of coming together as well. So mm. it just, I don't know. It just feels like such an important scene for me. Yeah, so definitely. One. No, no. I really like that. Like I say, it's not the massive scene that like I've spoken about, like which which was yeah. also a traumatic, horrible scene. I say this is a scene where we're really seeing those characters all really coming together, working as a team, and just mm-hmm. seeing the little personalities back and forthing with each other and everything yeah. as well. It just that that was the parts of Iron Flame that I really loved was just seeing all those little relationships like yes. Jessinia and Sawyer, um, Alaric. Mm-hmm. I loved kind of what he was bringing to, to these, um, to, to this group as well. And then yes. he's this kind of disgruntled prince. who doesn't like his dad and he's trying to, and he's actually trying to do the right thing. He's trying to do the and right thing. Them. Yeah. Um, absolutely. So, is I, I agree. I agree. I think there's a lot in that. I love that you've brought that to, to like this because I think that mm-hmm. as well as mm-hmm. it's a very understated scene, I agree. It is a very important scene. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Uh, okay. Well, let us know, reader or listeners. I almost said readers. You're also you're also readers, but let us know what your favorite scenes were. Uh, is there any that we really missed? Any big ones? Um, the next thing that we're gonna the next game that we're gonna play, we're gonna keep it PG 13. Uh, some of you may know this game by another name, but we're going to call it (laughs) Screw, Mary Kill. So we're going to take, I have a cup. This is my Taylor Swift Aerosmith cup. Um, so if you don't know, I'm a big Taylor Swift fan and the cup that I bought. Yeah. Yeah. Barely mention her. Uh, so I have a bunch of characters in this cup and I have, I have some wild cards to make this interesting. Okay. I'm going to draw. I have to say screw, Mary Kill. Yeah, you have to pick who from that group of three would you screw, who would you marry, and who would you kill. Okay. And okay. we'll do and we'll like tr- trade back and forth. So Nicole will do some and then I'll do some okay. and then and we'll go like that. So Love okay, it. are you ready Bring for your first? I have like no idea. You could get a crazy pairing. Okay. 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 All right. So I have my first three. Okay. <laughs> this is a crazy pairing. Okay. All right. Lilith. Lilith. <laughs> Lilith, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lilith, Redoc, and Segale. <laughs> Lilith, Redoc, Segale. Jesus Christ. Um, what a really fun one to start with. <laughs> okay. Um, I okay. Uh, kill Lilith. Uh, sorry, yeah. but I definitely she dies anyway. Um, <laughs> screw Riddick. Because, yeah. you know, he'd be fun. He'd be fun to screw around with. Be and, fun. well, I think I'd marry Segeo because she'd be pretty protective, wouldn't she? And Yeah, she would be. She would be a very good 
spouse. She'd really take care of you, really that's protect right. you. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think that's exactly how I'd answer it yeah, too. Yeah. She'll have to tell. Okay. Let's right. see if I get one just as challenging. Okay. I have, I have drawn <laughs> Mira, Varish, and Rialkin. <laughs> Varish. Oh. Okay. Okay. I'm killing Varish. That's easy. Really? That's I thought you really might want to screw him, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, we're going to kill Varish. Yep. Um, I think I'm going to marry Rihanna because she's so loyal, yeah. you know? She's such a good mm-hmm. friend. Mm-hmm. And that is what makes a true marriage That's work is friendship, you know? I agree. And she's really, she's just a good friend. And then, I mean, yeah, I'll just screw Mira because she can put up a shield nobody's gonna hear you know <laughs> that's it no, I okay. love it I love it again that was so good are we all gonna right. get one of the like guy characters at any point I know I swear they're in here this all right okay go. all right oh my god oh god what have I had <laughs> you have good characters but it's gonna be hard to pick okay so Liam Zayden uh, and Sawyer this is hard for a totally uh, different reason Oh, geez. Um, okay. Well, I'm definitely not killing Liam. All right. That is, that is first. Um, okay. Liam stays alive. In, Sorry, in world. Sawyer, you're the lowest on the list. You're getting killed because the yeah. other two are too important. Um, yeah. I'm screwing Liam because he'd be pretty hot to like hook up with, okay. but yeah. he cannot beat my man. He cannot beat my man, Zayden. <laughs> like Zayden is marriage material. I need him in my life. I need my shadow daddy. 100% I'm marrying Zayden. Yeah. See, I, I would definitely kill Sawyer. I think I would I think I would say screw Zayden because it would be like such a great like one night stand, you know, that you could yeah. talk about for the rest of your life. And then I would marry Liam. Oh, I think you love Liam. Liam. Is so I do. I love Liam and I love a good I love us as much as I love a shadow daddy and a book boyfriend for actual marriage. I I prefer somebody who's you know like good natured and humorous Aww, and um, like loyal. you little you know little figurines and stuff yeah, like little figures and, and everything like that and isn't tortured all the time. So that's I would Aww. yeah no nice pick nice pick. Okay, okay. my next three are Bodie. Okay. Imogen and Violet. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm gonna screw Bodhi. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I can pretend that it's Zayden because mm-hmm. they look they kind of yeah. look yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the right lighting, the right candlelight. That's I could right. just try right. just yeah. mixing it up. And then oh, I would probably marry Violet. Because again, she's really loyal. She takes care of people. Super powerful. Mm-hmm. Really important. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's good marriage um, material and then right I there. Kill Imogen, which I hate because I love Imogen. Imogen's yeah. one of my favorite characters. Yeah. And my niece but is she's just the weakest of the lot, let's be honest. She is. Yeah. 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 Can't can't help it. No, can't help All it. All right. I you're I don't know what you're gonna get because there's not a lot of characters left here. Okay. Oh my gosh. Okay, you got Dane. Ah! And Garrick. Dane, Tan, and Garrick. Okay, well. Yeah. Sorry, Dane, but you've pissed me off. You've pissed me off. Yeah. You've had your chance. I mean, here. yes, we've had some redemption, Done. but bad luck. Goodbye. You're getting killed mm-hmm. for sure. <laughs> <I can't. laughs> Wait, How do you choose between Tan and Garrick? 
but I will, I'll, I'll screw Garrick for sure. I mean, I love Garrick. Yeah. He's my man. Yeah. Like he is hot, but I don't quite know yeah, about his personality. Yeah. So he's definitely who I'm screwing. And mm-hmm. then I'm marrying Tan because he is like going to protect Makes me. for life. And you know, he's yeah. loyal. He's loyal. He's, you know, that's putting bizarre images in my mind. I'm just thinking about those <laughs> scenes where they have to block their shields. And I don't know if I really want to be in on that. But, yeah, okay. It's a very platonic marriage. That we're gonna be a platonic of. marriage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And then the last three are mine. Mm-hmm. I really got the run here. So Ooh. I have Andarna, <laughs> Captain Atos, and Brennan. So oh. I'm going to kill Atos. Get him out of here. Yeah. Hate 100%. Okay, I think I'm going to screw Brennan. Um, Again, just think that, like, he's maybe a good one-night stand, but that's about it. And then I'm going to marry Andarna because, like, he's really powerful. I know. You've got to keep your dragons close. You gotta keep you gotta keep your dragons close. Did we in all three scenarios we said we would marry the dragons? So well, what else that's can kind we of like, do? You sure as hell not gonna kill them. them. And yeah. And look, they're you know, those relationships, they're for life. They're for life. Like I think, yeah. you know, which is basically a marriage. So Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I love it. Okay, that's it. That's our Yay. screw Mary Kill. Um <laughs> you guys should let us know if you like that, if we should keep doing that in future, like about other series. Um but yes. I just thought that was a really fun. A really what did fun you think? Like, Would you guys say the same? Would you yeah. screw Mary Kill other characters? Would you have gone a different way to us? That was super fun. Yeah. That was super fun. That was super fun. Okay. Last game that we're going to play is we have prepared some like really silly questions for one another okay. about the characters. Um, so I, I'm going to start and I'm going to ask Nicole this question. She's going to answer it and then I, I'll give my answer as well. Okay. But she doesn't know what these, these questions okay. are. So it might be she's going to have to like think on her feet. Mm. Um, so the first question is, which character do you think is the best cook? Ooh, which character do I think is the best cook? Violet. Violet. Because yeah. she's really good at mixing like the poisons and stuff. So yes. I mean, oh, is really good at doing poisons. She's probably really good at like doing recipes and stuff and actually cooking. So, you know, mm-hmm. she definitely put herself forward to to do the cooking uh when she first joined Fourth Wing. So I'm gonna go with Violet for that one. That's a good answer. So I had picked Dane, but for like a similar reason, which is that Dane follows rules. Like, so mm-hmm. he would be good at following a recipe. Yeah. Um, but I think your answer of Violet is a really good one. Yeah. Um, that, All right. That's a good one. Okay. I have, which character has the messiest room? Oh, that's such a good question. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> I think it has to be Redoc, right? Riddick? Yeah. yeah. Is that how you say it? Riddick? Yeah, Riddick. Riddick. It has to be Riddick. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he, his humor just, and his like general, just like, laissez-faire you know yes. attitude yes. I feel like you would have a messy room yeah that's no, what I think I agree I agree I think that the way he lives his life I do not see him being a clean character mm-hmm. I see him potentially being the messiest of the lot and the most not put together like just yeah totally relying yeah. on everyone else to do all the hard work and he just you know slowly saunters his way along afterwards and <laughs> and probably has a really messy room with clothes strewn all over the floor everywhere Yes. Everywhere. Yeah. And like, just like random little like trinkets and things that he's picked up, you know, like I just, I see it being like just so 
like chaotic, you know, yeah. like a, a book here and, you know, and there's like a spill of like food that he hasn't cleaned up. And yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's a total mess for sure. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, which character would be the best movie actor or actress? <laughs> Oh, which actor would be the best movie actor or actress? Uh, oh, who's good at acting? Um, Definitely not Dane. He's way too by the no, book. There is no yeah. way. Yeah. Oh, I feel like it would be between Zayden and Rhiannon. Like, I feel like Rhiannon would just be good because, I don't know, she's our girl. I just feel like she's good she's at Charismatic. Everything. Yeah. I, I yeah. so charismatic. Yeah, yeah. And then I guess I'm yeah. guessing Zayden because he's kind of really good at lying and he's good at like mm-hmm. keeping secrets and things. So maybe he would as well. But then he's kind of also too serious and too like, I don't know, he's got bigger things to think about. So I think, you know, to act in that, you've got to be willing to have a little bit of fun. So I'm going to go with Rhiannon. Okay, that's think? a really good answer. Yeah, I thought initially I thought Zayden as well, but I was just like, you know, to act, you also have to be vulnerable doesn't want to do that you have to have fun you know he could maybe be like one of those like really serious method actors that only does you know like oscar winning dramas but get out of here so i love your answer of rihannon i had actually picked brennan for a similar reason because i felt like brennan you know he has had to hold up this facade Mm -hmm. for a long time that he's this like other lieutenant that he's not brennan you know he's done that very well and yeah, I just, I, I think, I don't know. I feel like he'd be good at acting and I think he's hiding a lot of secrets. Ooh, I think yes. he's done a very good job of keeping secrets from Violet. Yeah. So yeah, hundred percent. He's definitely able to become a different character and he has done that for a long time. So no, I love that answer as well. I think that's definitely good. Right now, my mm-hmm. next question, I've changed the rules on this a little bit. This is just a question <laughs> I want to ask you and it's not about a character per se. This is okay. more about... If you could have a signet, what would it be? And you can give us two answers. One is a lesser signet, a smaller signet, and one is a big signet, a massive signet. What would you pick? Oh my gosh, this is so hard. I feel like I Okay. Um I think my lesser signet would be around like you know like honestly being able like Rihanna's you know like being able to pull objects to me like through things you know like sitting on my books across the room Mm -hmm. I get my book or what really happens all the time is my water bottles across the room and Mm -hmm. I really want my water bottle but the book is so good I don't want to get up to get my water bottle so that would be my lesser signet yeah and then my major signet I mean how could I not say like pure power how how would that okay. not be mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. like i just i want to wield pure power i want to be able to just be like lightning cool storms cool <laughs> shadow like whatever violet whatever you want it to be yeah 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 what about you okay my so my lesser signet would probably be such a mum thing it would just be like that it folds my laundry for me because <laughs> i I hate folding laundry so much. So if I could get a signet that just did it for me automatically, like I could just look at it and it would just all start folding automatically, like that would be a dream for me. That would just solve all my mum problems. I'm not going to lie to you. I have a basket of laundry (laughs) in my room right now that has been there for over a week. Oh, my God. I can wash it. it. I can dry it. 
but folding it and putting it away, that is my challenge. So that would solve so many of my life problems to have that as a lesser signet. Mm-hmm. My big mm-hmm. signet would have to be to be able to control the weather because I I hate cold weather, right? I detest it. <laughs> and where I live in Australia, while we don't get snow and it is summer right now, our weather, we get like four seasons in a day. It is sunny and then it's cold and then it's raining and then it's windy. I just want to control the weather. I just want to be like, oh, look at that, hot and sunny, hot and sunny. Oh, it can rain overnight. That's fine. I'll let the rain happen overnight <laughs> and then sunny or during the day. So I just want to control the weather so I can just enjoy hot, warm weather all the time. That would make me happy. So that makes that makes a lot of sense. I am I love the cold weather. I'm like a cold weather person. I love the snow. I love cold weather. I hate hot weather. I, I hate to be hot. Mm-hmm. My husband and I have invented a word, you know, like where if you know if you've heard like the word hangry, where you're so hungry that you're angry. Yes. Yes. We say that I get hot gry where I am so hot that I'm angry. Like I do not like to be hot. I can be cold all day long. I can be like freezing and I'm just like so happy. The second I'm hot, I just am like, I hate this. I'm such a baby about it. So my husband and I most most of our hiking in the winter because I refuse to just like be sweaty. I don't like to be sweaty. Oh, that's that's so funny. I am, I'm the opposite, right? Like my body does not like cold. Like my fingers go white. Like you will sometimes see my videos, my fingers go white and I just, my body just kind of almost goes into shutdown. I need hot weather to just, it's like my body thaws out and then I can actually function. Like when I'm reading Iron Flame and that, they're talking about being in really hot, humid weather. I'm just like, yes, that's what I want. (laughs) Hot, humid, tropical weather. This is for me. So I'm just, yeah, like I don't like being like, I don't like super hot. Like obviously that's a bit much, but as long as I've got air conditioning and a swimming pool, I am fine. I can be in hot, humid weather. My hair doesn't like it. It'll just start to frizz up and go terrible. But like I'll be red, sweaty, looking terrible, but I'm still really happy. Whereas when I'm cold, it's just like my body's shutting down and I just feel like I'm suffering so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's all right no that would be a good signet weather control is a really good signet yeah just I'm, if we both I'm had the same it. signet we'd be fighting if we're in the same place we'd, you'd be like cold hot people would hate us yes, they would <laughs> we'd have um, to like get okay, some kind of treaty agreement question. My last question is like super silly. So I don't even know how to answer this, but I just, again, like I was just coming up with really silly questions. So which character would win a hot dog eating contest? (laughs) Which character would like eat hot dogs, you know, or a pie eating contest, whatever kind of like, you know, like professional food eaters. Um, Who would be the best at that? All right. Well, apart from the dragons, obviously, because they would definitely oh, yeah. the dragons win. Would, if we threw dragons yeah. in there, they're hands down, like, and Dana is definitely oh. going to win because she is just a teenage eating machine right now. Mm-hmm. Characters? Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, oh, I was going to say Zayden, but I mean, Garrick's pretty big and bulky, right? So I would yeah. think Garrick is like, I think they say that he's like bigger than Zayden. Mm-hmm. Even exactly. though Zayden's like so a boy like fighter. that, a man yeah. like that's got to eat right. Like he, he would definitely down. be able to down like twenty four hot dogs, like no worries. Yeah, so that I was my like, answer too. Yes, I feel like our man is Garrick. Yeah, yeah, I think so. 
Uh, did you have any more questions? Those are all the questions that I had. Well, I could just throw one more in, and that is okay. who, which character do you think would be the worst drunk? The worst alcohol. <laughs> that is a really good question. Um, hmm. Okay, are the dragons, do the dragons get to be in this one? <laughs> Why not? Yeah, yeah, throw the dragon. Okay. Then I'm going to pick Endarna because yeah. she's a teenager and I can just imagine her like being like her sassy teenage self, but also being drunk. And, you know, like she's like trying to fly and she's trying to shoot, you know, fire and she's oh failing at it all. And, and she just like, and then she's like mad. So she stops time. Like, um, and she's I think unconscious, she be, <laughs> throwing up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly and then she'd be like we'd be like you need to go to sleep and darn she'd be like no i'm not drunk keep partying <laughs> can so you that imagine tan drunk like oh my god that would be so funny just imagine I, would, like, I don't know how he could do it but it'd be so fun if rebecca yaris could like write that in somehow i know i know i feel like he would i feel like he'd get emotional i feel like he'd, you know like they're all gruff but secretly be, like, they're all emotional underneath drunk. i feel like yeah. he'd be like a crying drunk he'd just be yeah. like, I, like love I, love I love so i'm so proud of you <laughs> yeah he'd be Soft very very little Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay who do you think is the worst drunk well as i said i, I would like to see tan i think i think he would yeah. be a really uh, yeah. emotional emotional drunk mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. i oh who would be who would be bad like i feel like riddick would totally be able to handle his liquor because he probably drinks all the time and rhiannon would probably be all over it as well i i think maybe yeah. violet because yeah. see, like someone we saw a little bit of that yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Thing. So I think she really lets her guard down and she just opens up and she gets a bit silly. She gets really sweet, but she definitely cannot handle her liquor like whatsoever. No. And so no. it's all coming no. out. And if she drank too much, she would definitely be a mess. She's just like not good at drinking. Like she's just not good at it. So she would be a bad drunk. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Like, I, I totally yeah. see that. <laughs> all right, guys, that is all we have for you today. Um, I hope that you have enjoyed some of these fun, silly games. Let us know if you like them. If you have other games that you want us to play when we wrap up books, uh, you know, shoot us a comment. Let us know on Instagram. We love hearing from you. We love your reaching out about theories and ideas. And we're, we're kind of, like we said, we've, we're kind of wrapping up Iron Flame, though. We're, we're definitely not putting it fully on the shelf. Um, but let us know what the next book series that you'd like us to cover. I think we're going to try and do a little bit on Plated Prisoners uh, because Nicole's been reading it. I'm reading it. You know, we obviously are getting very close to the Crescent City 3 yes. release, House of Flame and Shadow. So I'm sure we'll do something there. But if there's another series that there, you can't stop thinking about let us know. We want to read it. We want to talk about it with you um, and and go from there. But thanks for listening. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Romantasy Readers podcast. If you liked this episode, please rate, review and subscribe so you never miss an episode. And to help more readers like you find our podcast. And don't forget to follow us on our Instagrams, Book Loveaholic, Alley Cats and Books, and Romanticy Readers Podcast for even more content on your favorite books. As always, reach out to us on Instagram with your questions, theory ideas, podcast recommendations, or just general gushing about your fave books. And you might even be featured here. Thanks again for listening. Bye. Bye.